This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the grains. These markets needed a breather, and consolidating near highs in a pause is a good way to correct. The U.S. dollar was tanking again. U.S. corn was very competitive in global markets despite recent strength, and the weakness in the dollar is helping keep it that way. Chinese corn prices are still $10 a bushel, and Brazil's is over $6. While the focus is on South American weather and the La Nina, it doesn't feel good where we live in northwest Iowa. As noted, the western United States is under intense drought, and the drought map shows it edging eastward covering the western Corn Belt. The last crop completely depleted our soil moisture reserves. We have had no significant recharge to date here. We would even welcome snow if the northeast U.S. would share their blizzard. If we go into spring as dry as we are now, we could have a drought rally in March. Assuming that we have enough moisture to germinate and get the crop started, we will then have to rely on timely, consistent rains to produce the crop next season. That can't happen. There is the saying, plant and dust, and the grain bends will bust. At least the price now is compensating for lower production. I'd alluded to 1976 being a similar year to 2020 when crops ran out of water as they did here. The price made up for it, so that revenue per acre was maintained. I remembered that and was one reason why I still own almost all 2020 production, either in the bin or on paper. 2020 crop revenue recovered to profitability from some pretty bleak prospects earlier in the year. I have no interest in pricing any 2021 crop yet. I think those prices will have to eventually move higher to get acres and fill demand. Soybean stocks will be tight enough that the market is going to have to value the early harvest in Brazil and the one next fall in the United States very highly as pipeline supply is exhausted. I think that institutional investment in hard commodities will also be supportive to grain markets. Argentina is plagued by inflation and its crop exports are a lifeline to global hard currency as theirs is worthless. Worker unions know the best time to go on strike to correct wages and always ask for more than they'll get. Labor strikes are over a week old and will likely be sustained through the holidays before resolution. That means that crop exports cannot reach world markets, making Argentina an unreliable trade partner. Argentine farmers are sitting on all the grain that they can hold because it has value as hard currency, as their peso does not. The La Nina drought typically focuses most on Argentina, and that appears to be the case with this one. Our climatologist tells us that the drought there is shifting from Brazil to focus more on Argentina. That country cannot win for losing. Ethanol production was reduced by 10 million gallons, while ethanol stocks rose by 36 million gallons last week. Ethanol stocks are now burdensome. Like everything else, the petroleum and biofuels markets are waiting on the vaccines to take down the pandemic, so the transportation and travel can recover. By next spring and summer, the country should be moving and consuming fuel again. Brazil says that as the trade talks end with no agreement that the tariff on U.S. ethanol resumes, they are nervous about retaliation. Brazilian President Bolsonaro had a special relationship with President Trump that he now loses with Biden. He did acknowledge Biden as president-elect. As expected, the climate extremists are already focused on Tom Vilsack, saying he's in the bag for the ethanol industry. Sure hope so. On the hogs, we should be getting near peak slaughter. Trade with China has been extraordinary, 
but trade with Vietnam has been up and coming in general, and they have become a good pork buyer. The U.S. Treasury Department just labeled them a currency manipulator. That's not a good thing. That means that the United States could impose tariffs on the Vietnamese goods, which usually results in tit-for-tat, not solving anything. The Treasury analysis says that Vietnam undervalued its currency by 4.7%. Sometime next year, they could be saying the same thing about us. Currency manipulation has to do with how the value is discovered. U.S. tariffs placed on China move some manufacturing to Vietnam in order to escape those tariffs. The U.S. Treasury has three tests by which they determine whether currency is manipulated, and Vietnam only triggered one, negotiated without a trade war this time. Have that fail first before imposing tariffs. Congress is expected to come with a COVID aid deal before Christmas because they vowed to do so before leaving, and they'll not spend Christmas in Washington. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing services, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 